outside, let your body talk to the most famous celebrity you've ever spoken to spoken to directly like in person spoken to on twitter let's do both let's do per- let's do personal like in person and then like someone uh, like responding to you shit. and on twitter uh uh personally in person the most famous person i've interacted with um uh between k michelle jasmine sullivan and jasmine sullivan and um janae who would you say is more famous k michelle so you said you said k michelle janae aiko and uh, jasmine sullivan i would say Oh wait, I lied. I lied. I ran to Tracy Braxton in Annapolis Mall and I said hey and she said hey back. So I don't know if Tracy <laughs> counts. That was rude. Um No, I'm just saying like cuz I feel like there are a lot of like like I get why she's famous and obviously no, people I, know who I was Tracy facetious. Um Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I think you probably have met or, or spoken to somebody a little bit more famous than Tracy uh, Braxton. And and that's where the shade came in. Um, no, because I feel because you you've met like Louis York, and I feel like they're a little bit more famous than Tracy Braxton because they've been no, around. No. And I, I literally said K Michelle, Jasmine Sullivan, and Janae Aiko, and then I said, no wait, I met Tracy Braxton once. It I, it, it, it was shade. Uh, um, so all of but Shay nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I don't, I don't, Brandy, Brandy, it might be Brandy because I met her after when I went to see Chicago and she was in it and I stood outside and waited for her to come out with other people. Oh, okay. Right. Um, and I got pictures with her, but then if I do Brandy, Brandy and Monica, cause I've, I've did a meet and greet with Monica too. Um, I'm, I'm going to just go with Brandy. Okay. That's, I mean, that's like I said, that's. That works for me. I'm, um, I'm going to just go with Brandy. <laughs> and I have a, a Chicago poster with her autograph. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. All right. So for me, the most famous person that I've ever spoken to was Diddy. This was during the, um, oh, this was during the Diddy him, Dirty Money him. Days. Oh, oh. him. <laughs> yeah. I. It was a real quick moment backstage. I got a chance to meet him and get a picture with him. And I gave my phone to uh, one of the security guards and he couldn't figure out how to take take the photo because i think he like hit something you know when you hit like one uh you know you hit one button and then the whole phone just acts like it doesn't know how to yeah. act well you open something up but don't know how to close it right right so i was standing next to diddy he asked me my name and how i was doing and stuff and then the the guy t- trying to take a picture was like looking all confused and i was like i was like nervous i was like oh god please don't like you know don't push me away and be like nope can't do it bye he did he was he was nice in the moment he was like he was like we could you know we got to get it right so you know go help him out or you know we i forgot what he said he said something along the lines of you know if we you know if we got to get it right we'll get it right and i was like okay all right um 
so that was a little quick little moment uh i mean i did speak to jojo we did have like a mini conversation and there's video evidence on youtube uh, that i post every now and then <laughs> um during her her mad love tour um she gave me a lap dance to uh i think the song was high heels so it was like a part in the show where she did little she brought somebody from the audience on stage and gave them a lap dance and um so that's you know so i guess that counts or whatever um but as far as twitter um it's been what over 10 years since i've been on twitter back when like i think it was like 2009 when celebrities or like their management you know would create their profiles and whatever um i think i had like taj maori and Flo Rida say happy birthday to me um i can't think of anybody else missy um, follows me missy follows you see i think i've had like i think dawn and aubrey followed me at one I point i wish dawn would follow um, me because that's like one of my faves like this yeah dawn followed me during the the diddy dirty money days and i don't think she follows me anymore dawn angelique <laughs> richard put a pin in it and 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 we're going to come back to her in the timeline section all right so <laughs> all right so that being said welcome back to another episode of house of fuse coming from the house of emancipation my name is frankie and from the illustrious house of saint savage it is i huey saint savage how we doing, Huey? How was your week? Uh, it was it's it, it's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's been really good. Um, you know, had some some things happen that weren't the most ideal, uh, but they were handled. And I've I've been chilling. I um I've had great company. Okay, so it sounds more so like something we something something we might have to text about afterwards uh at some point yeah yeah okay all right but you know me like i don't i don't as much of as much of my business as i share i'm keeping like twice as much to myself so yeah i mean it's it's all on you no no pressure over here oh no ain't no pressure like I, i don't i don't feel pressure at all you know when i want to share i share but no i like i i'm the kind of person that like I said, like as much as I talk about what I do and stuff like that, like I keep so much to myself and it's usually because I don't feel the need or desire to speak about it. Like I don't want to talk about my nigga. I want to go back and spend time with him. So let's wrap this shit up so I can go. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to prolong this interaction because I got somebody else to interact with. So <laughs> telling you about it is just going to be a waste of time because I'm going to sit here and explain it and, and, and be gushy and emotional, which I don't like doing. And then you're going to ask questions and I'm going to add, answer them. Like in that time, like, you know, I could have been laid up. <laughs> we could have been laid up I mean, I... watching Eve's Bayou having a good ass evening. I mean, I hear you, but I feel like <laughs> now I'm starting to feel like there. It's like those things. Like, should I? Should I dig? Should I ask? Or should I just? Oh, should yeah. I wait? The thing is, if I'm asked, <laughs> if I'm asked something, like I'll answer it. Like the fuck, it's, right, I don't. Right. I don't offer too much. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's a that's a very you know, it's a real thing to. Uh, it's a real quality to have. You have to kind of know the balance of, you know, when to 
to share and how much you put out there because you know for some people they're literally open books to the point where they you know they tweet and they instagram what they're having for breakfast and who they're about to see and stuff and i think if you've been on social media long enough and if you're you know part of a a elite uh group of people that are actually growing at the same time um you start to figure out you know you you start to realize there are certain things you don't need to put out there there are certain things you you can keep for yourself you know everybody doesn't need to know what you're doing all the time i mean um, or whatever get it like i don't i don't see an issue with sharing um i don't see an issue with you know people always posting their meals or who they're with on social media I, i don't think that's bad i don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like doing it for attention. Well, I mean, I guess it's all kind of for attention, but doing it for like, there's like, look at me, look at me attention. And it's just like, oh yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's that. But then again, it's all subjective. And I mean, whatever people want to share of their business, whether it's their, relationships their food breakups whatever like i mean it's your it's your business to share and there's somebody willing to consume it so why the fuck not don't expect me to tell you all of my shit just because you tell all of your shit but i mean if you want to say your business say your business the more attention people are giving you they are not giving me (laughs) i mean i think I think everyone can kind of learn from that, right? Like there's a, there's a, there is a healthy balance between like someone like Cardi B versus uh, Beyonce who doesn't give a damn about social media because Beyonce has more than a life. We cannot, we cannot, 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 cannot keep putting Beyonce's name into things. We just can't. And I say that because she is of a different caliber, a different realm, if you will. Uh, I was watching a video earlier um, and it was a really good video. I forget what their names are, um, but I did retweet it. And they were talking about everything with, uh, you know, Zaya and Dwayne Wade and everything like that. And uh, the 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 lady on the show, she was pretty much saying, like, you know, as from, from a parenting perspective, she wished that they weren't as um, open about it and putting all the business out there. And I understand what she was saying as far as... Um, from the standpoint of, you know, protecting the child and not putting them out there and all that stuff. Um, and I see what she's saying. I do feel like a lot of it is them trying to get in front of the, the information. You know what I mean? We're going to let you know what the narrative is from our mouth as opposed to TMZ. Um, and then at least your reactions are based off of the reality of the situation and not what somebody else perceived or th- made up. Um, but then she, she, she mentioned how, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know, like you don't really hear much about, especially like Sir and Rumi. And I'm just like, but Jay-Z and Beyonce are in a different realm. They've had different experiences and have, um, I would imagine at least they have different access. I'm not going to say more or less. They have different access than, than Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union to ensure their privacy. Um, and then on top of that, the, the, the situations just aren't as comparable, but I say all that to say, we got to stop comparing everybody to Beyonce. Cause they just not, they're not going to reach that Beyonce, Beyonce cannot be the standard anymore because the girls don't want to work to even reach that level. 
and they're not going to. So <laughs> Beyonce, like I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really in this space where it's like I cannot use Beyonce as the standard. Like she's above the standard at this point because who's putting in the work, the time, the work ethic? Like nobody is doing that, and it's not a good or bad thing. It just is. But I just, I, I. I don't use Beyonce as a standard no more. She is the standard to the standards. <laughs> like she's what the standards aspire to be. And she's not in that realm alone. She is not in that realm alone. But I feel like Beyonce is above the standard as well as select others. So bringing that back. Um... So saying, well, Beyonce wouldn't is like, well, Jesus would have. Jesus had different resources than I got. So can't really compare. So let let me reel that back in because I hear ex- <laughs> I hear exactly what you're saying. Even though I felt like you kind of you you, you kind of did a lot with it. I'm gonna be I honest. Did. I, I did. I did. I was very. Uh, it, it. I yeah. I did. Yeah. But leave me alone. Listen, I'm just trying to say. So we were just we were just trying to to put it out there that there are people that that are like Cardi B who kind of post about everything and kind of you know give in to certain antics when people are like asking for information or you know stuff like that. There are people that are do that do that. That you know we we have friends, we have family members that you know if you go out to eat with them, they're taking pictures of everything from the appetizers to the bill, you know, and then there is you know the other extreme which is like not posting much at all ever um so i won't say um the b word i will say <laughs> no but i'm just saying like who in cardi b's realm would be the equivalent like i would say maybe see well we can't say somebody specific without it sounding shady no 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 you can like i would say like uh young and may she don't really say too much she says stuff for every now and then but we don't really know too much of her business um, who else is like here and now? We don't know much about Normani's business. Well, let's not let's not because that's another that's another word you probably shouldn't bring up because the people have been upset so, over Normani will be fine. Like <laughs> I I have no qualms about like she's she's gonna be good. I feel like once they really figure out what her lane or her niche will be, she'll be fine. But I mean everybody has issues for starting for the most part so i mean yeah yeah, yeah. everybody has yeah. crazy stands but i'm not gonna go into that everybody um, does and yeah yeah you know who has the craziest stands football teams but that's another story mm, well yeah that's a different that's a different uh that's a different group of extreme people because <laughs> i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna say the barbs but um yeah. So, all right. So, let's go right into Music Box while we're talking about music artists. Um, what have you been listening to? I have been listening to Danity Kane, One Shot. And Ooh, I saw someone tweet that um, earlier today. They did, and I retweeted it. Uh, and um, I'm going to hold you down the same way you hold me. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, you, you one, just. You're so you're going to the wrong auditions clearly because i don't know <laughs> why 
I don't know why you haven't been auditioning to be someone's background vocalist. I am good on the silent harmonies, man. Just put me back there. <laughs> I can mime um, like no. Uh, you have not seen me put on a full on lip, lip sync performance. You would think that it's my voice knowing that it's not. <laughs> I feel like you can give us more of a performance than a lip sync. I feel like you, you have it in you. Maybe. <laughs> that sounds like another conversation for another day, right? Maybe not even a conversation that you got to like live in the moment for that one, right? I mean, performing is what I do, darling. I, 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 <laughs> oh, man. I'm still learning how to do it the best. Listen, you're, but it's, it's, <laughs> it gets done. There we go. <laughs> All right. So I guess it's my turn. So I've been listening to... I don't know if you ever heard of him. His name is Topaz Jones. He's a rapper slash singer. Nope. Um, I think he's independent. Um, but I think the last project he put out was like a few years ago. It was called Ar- Arcade. Um, and one of my favorite songs on there is a track called Running Out of Runway. Uh, it sounds very, very old school, kind of California-ish. I feel like when I say like, there's there's certain songs that remind me of like California beach vibes and like uh, Doji Cat's Rules reminds me of that because it reminds me of Rocket Power and shit. Um, so Running Out of Runaway kind of sounds something that would be like in like the same playlist because um, he raps and sings on the track. So, you know, if any uh, anybody that's into that out there, go check that out. Um, yeah, so that's Music Box. Um perfect score this week i'm going to give it to miss rihanna uh the NAACP awards image awards i should say um aired over the weekend and she gave a really really short but not and it wasn't even crazy short but it was it was short and to the point you know uh, a speech about uh allies and you know people uh you people having different friends from different races uh genders religions and stuff so i just kind of want to quote uh the the end of the of the speech because it was my favorite part so let me pull this up so she says you know how many of us in this room have colleagues and partners and friends from other races sexes religions you know show hands she goes well then they want to break break bread with you right they like you well then this is their problem too so when we're marching and protesting and posting about the michael brown juniors and the uh, tatiana jeffersons of the world tell your friends to pull up and i was like it kind of it kind of brought me back to like a conversation we had like early on when we first started the podcast about um you know about our friends and people who you know we consider allies and stuff and you know i've i've I even posted about it a couple of days ago when I when I when I watched the speech. I said, you know, the number of friends that you have doesn't always equate to allies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think people people tend to forget that. You know, and and you know, speaking from uh, from experience, I've you know kind of had to learn the hard way when it came to uh, you know who to finding out who like my real friends were and people who were willing to to learn, but to also kind of like be a part of you know the issues that i face you know as a as a queer man yeah um, number one the her whole speech was amazing and she was gorgeous and just miss rihanna nigga. constellation of space <laughs> but no um 
I'm just sitting there thinking like I could hit up all of my heterosexual friends, which is the majority of the people that I know, and be like, yo, pull up. And I honestly wouldn't expect the majority of them to show up. Um, So that kind of put me like I've just been in this really blood headspace lately when it comes to existing as a queer person of color, a queer black man to be specific, a gay black man to be specific. Um, so it's just like, it was a dope speech, dope line, dope moment. But it's just like, I don't know if I tell these people to pull up, I don't know if they will show up. And I don't feel like they would. Um, if it was something like personal against me, yeah. But for the community, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Right. And I think for me, that's that's one of the things that I kind of had to had to face the hard way over the past maybe year and a half is, you know, when I started when I started kind of seeing things in a different, you know, from a different perspective, I realized that a lot of my friends, people that enjoy being around me, um, you know, it's very, very specific to me. Exactly. I'm the the exception and I don't want to be the exception. Right. Because if I'm an exception, that means other people aren't and you're you're doing to them what somebody can do to me. Right. You know what I mean? You're setting and... the tone in the in the space and the example to be an asshole. And at the end of the day, it's like once not once, but if you get rid of all the the, the femme gays, then the ones that aren't femme are next like that doesn't save me from anything like me being perceived as heterosexual doesn't save me from shit. So I can't be an exception. There can't be any exceptions. It's it's either you're, you're with us or you're not. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree, obviously um, <laughs> it's, it's that, de- but it's definitely one of those things where, you know, after I watched the speech, I was like, you know, it just reminded me that I could kind of really, as far as, straight allies are concerned i can kind of count them on one hand um yeah. and it you it, know and stuff like that makes me feel oh i'm getting personal it makes me feel lonely because it's like I've, i i i feel like all these people that i think i can trust or that all these people that can trust me and and know that i had their back um probably won't have mine in situations that matter and it makes you feel it makes you feel like shit. It makes you feel lonely. It makes you feel like uh but then it's like I have to remind myself that regardless there are people who not only rock with me that but that would show up for my community. So it's one of those situations where you really have to pay attention to the, the positive because the negative will eat you the fuck up if you let it. All right. And it's difficult. It's hard as fuck because when you're surrounded by heterosexuals and, and ones that you love and hold close and it's like when everything is going on with like Zaya and Dwayne Wade and it, it, everybody's homophobia and transphobia showing. It's just like, I love you, but are you one of them too? <laughs> like, mm. I trust you, but can I? Can I really? And it sucks walking around looking at people that way, but I feel like I have to. It's like, my nerves aren't set up to not, um, and I do the same thing with white people. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, are you really a, a white person that's for the PLCs or like, where do you say? And 
it sucks, but I handle it better than I used to. I mean, I have no idea how you used to handle it, so you know, I can I can only trust your judgment on that. Um, oh, I mean, I I I maintain sanity and happiness now. Whereas before, I didn't. Um, that right. definitely contributed to my depression. That was probably a major factor in my anxiety. Yeah, and I think that's you know, I think just this whole you know this this uh, little bit of a conversation that we're having about it is is important for for people within our community to know, because there are, you know, I, I feel like there are a lot of people that have been kind of like in, in our shoes. Cause you know, I think that's one of the things that we have in common is that we, we have a lot of, of straight friends mm-hmm. and, you know, people that, you know, that, that, that we've known for quite some time, but you know, when, when we're talking like the bigger picture and when we're talking about, you know, times like this, where, you know, we not, not to say what we expect, but we kind of wonder if somebody, you know, is willing to, you know, to fight for you and to fight for your, you know, for your existence and whatever. Um, it's, I think it's, it opens that, that door for the conversation of like establishing boundaries, you know, cause yeah. I used to, I used to call, you know, certain people family because I was kind of searching for that. I was always, at least for the past like 10 years, I've been searching for like the, you know, a real sense of like brotherhood and, you know, trying to feel like I have a community of people regardless of their, of their sexuality. But, you know, over the past year and a half, I, I kind of realized that I need to be around people that are like, you know, that are like Huey, that are like Charnel, like people that, you know, I know I can be, you know, I can, I can bring stuff to them. I can feel, I can be myself and I don't have to worry about somebody else feeling uncomfortable or Mm -hmm. somebody else, you know, feeling like, you know, they, they may or may not want to be around me in public or they can't sit next to me, you know, stupid shit. I mean, the, it's not stupid shit. Exception. Right, right. And the thing is with that shit too, it's like I can only be the exception, but for so long. And I'm right. pretty sure that as soon as I piss you off, I'm going to be all kinds of faggots. I'm, I can guarantee. I mean, I already had that situation happen. You know, I mean, we, we've all had that, right? Yeah. We've all had, you know, those situations, uh, whether it was like a family member or a friend or a colleague or, or somebody, you know, we, you know, we're, we're cool and we're, you know, the life of the party until we start holding people accountable. Then we're sensitive. Then we're the F word. Then we're, you know, we're mad because people don't agree with us and, you know, all this Their other bullshit is just, and right, right. I'm not homophobe and phobia is a fear. I'm not going into that again because it's going to piss me off. But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I think overall, I think it like I said, this, you know, this little conversation that obviously we it was we didn't really expect to have. Um, it just kind of happened, but I'm grateful for it. Um, I think that's something a lot of us can learn is, you know, we have to kind of establish boundaries. And, and part of that is understanding what our friends are and like and who we should really keep in our close circles because mm-hmm. there are people I know for a fact that I can only have, you know, uh, a friendship with them that consists of these things, you know, exactly. I know I There's can't go to, right. I can't go to people for everything. I can, you know, there's certain people I know I can always have a good time with, you know, maybe I can have a talk with them about this, this and that, but I can't do that for everybody because a lot of people have made me feel like, you know, my, my feelings or or my emotions about issues that affect me directly or affect my community directly um that they weren't valid or they weren't real um because yeah. they 
you know, because they were on the opposite end of it because they, it's something that they would never ever experience. So they can, you know, so it's just, it's an ignorant view, but I've had a lot of people, you know, I've had a lot of those uncomfortable conversations with people who try to say that certain things are, you know, in your head or certain things aren't real. Um, and I'm just, I'm just like not looking sis, for that anymore. The, 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 the information is here and never mind. Continue. <laughs> no, you can go off if you want to. If not, we, just, just we don't have much say, of a timeline this week. I just want to say that Google Scholar is also a friend. You know, Google is a friend, but Google Scholar is. And, and Google Scholar is uh, a search engine that will pull up uh, academic, uh, you know, journal articles and things like that. You know, peer-reviewed research. Uh, <laughs> and if you look at said peer reviewed research there really isn't much if any to back up your claims i was curious i was very curious so i just searched transgender on google scholar and i went through about a good five six pages none of those hits that came up backed any of 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 the 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 transphobia none of that everything that came up was oh well we know that uh, children who are allowed to transition tend to show depression and anxiety levels that are similar to the the cisgender children that they correspond to. Um, and those levels of anxiety and depression are definitely lower than what's seen in transgender children who aren't allowed to transition, whether it be socially, or well, it it most likely would just be socially. Um. Is research on the, the, the psychological damage of, of, of bigotry is like it's all this stuff, but nothing to warrant your hatred, nothing to warrant your 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 uh quote unquote disagreements, a uh, disagreement, whatever the fuck the word is. Like there is nothing <laughs> to back you up. And it, it's it's funny to me when when you present research to somebody and they they hold their it's just like it, it's it's you cannot combat this yet you're still trying yet you insist on holding on to to what you have when the literature says differently when the actual research says differently and not only that but you cannot find any studies that counter what i just showed you that's why it's like i i i've had research methods and in, in stats courses i i breeze through those I did amazing in them. So I, I understand how to unpack research and look at it and statistical analyses. I understand that. So if you were to come with some counter research, that's a great conversation. It's going to piss me off, but it's great conversation because you're actually coming with substance, but you're coming with opinions that aren't rooted in shit. You're coming with viewpoints that aren't rooted in shit. And it irritates me. If you're going to argue, do it well. Because at least then I can respect you. But now it's like, I don't like you, nor do I respect you. Listen, that's, I mean, that's pretty much every, every day since, uh, <laughs> since, since Zaya, uh, Show you know, me since, the studies. Show me the research. <laughs> Please. Peer reviewed by peer reviewed research. Not just some shit that Umar Johnson and Tariq Nasheed did because they was bought. Peer reviewed research. I thought we weren't bringing them up on the podcast anymore. <laughs> I did it in a. It, it was a, a shady thing though. Like, 
it wasn't no story. It was just like not their shit. You know what I mean? That's the closest example I could find to the bullshit. Right, right. Give me <laughs> something from 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 a university. You know, like, but you can't. And I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I haven't seen it. Maybe if I, I search for harder, I could find something. But it's not my responsibility to find the defense for your arguments. Therefore, come correct or I'm not responding. See, these are the times where I feel like we should have like these are the times I wish we were in person because I would just be like giving you like mad like high fives and daps right now because. And the way I just flip these locks, you got me fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, no, I think this 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 whole you know, there's 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 been a whole lot of ignorance and a lot of things I've had to kind of like filter out on social media. But I think, you know, reg- I know regardless of of the fact, you know, regardless of me doing that, I know that there are people who just love to be loud and wrong and they just love to be ignorant because they know other people, you know, live like to live that way. People don't want to do People don't want to have intellectual conversations. They want they to. They want their bigotry condoned and supported. Right, right. And I think it's just, I think one of the things I've learned from this is that a lot of people don't have the range to have conversations about uh, about queer people. Um, they don't. I saw, it, doesn't, it doesn't stop them, though. I saw something and I was looking at the comments just out of curiosity. And it, it was pertaining to. Uh, it was something queer related. I don't know if it was a trans topic or a gay topic. Either way, somebody in the comments was like, here are some questions to consider. And one of them was uh, when it was either when or how was homosexuality introduced to black America? I'm just like, um, um, I don't, I don't think it was a foreign concept before they were even Americans. I'm pretty sure it was not a foreign concept. There are, 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 uh, there, there are primary documents granted their own walls, but there are primary documents that, that, uh, so that there was, there was queerness forever. And there are also accounts from the white people who brought homosexuality to Africa, but there, there are accounts from them talking about the, what we would deem as queer things that they witnessed, but they brought it, they introduced it, but it was there for them to document. Um, I'm just tired and irritated and fuck everybody <laughs> just shut the fuck up everybody i'm about to just mute everything on twitter and only get on there to post links and then leave because i am over <laughs> it niggas can't pass away yeah. and rest in peace how you how the fuck do you get a deceased person's twitter suspended i am not going to get any more further into that i'm just confused yeah, I only know a little bit about that situation, so I don't want to speak on anything. I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna. Not that I have anything negative to say about um about the situation, you know. Period. But I just I I don't know too much about it. So maybe one day, um, if I do enough research. But I have been seeing a few tweets about people getting an account suspended. Um, and I, I don't I don't understand where it's coming from. Right. And um, I, I don't I don't know what the actuality if that is true, I should have said if if that is the actuality and reality of the situation. I don't, I don't know. It's just it doesn't make sense. However, ever since I stopped trying to make sense of nonsense, it has become rather entertaining. 
I get irritated quickly, but it is entertaining until I get irritated and have to log off. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think for me, for me, I'm just uh, people are just kind of validating my stance on the whole, um, you know, especially when it comes to uh, to the whole Dwayne Wade and and Zia Wade situation. A lot of people, um, you know, that I've that I've that I follow on social media have everyone wants to kind of just give their opinions and for the most part i've I've muted a lot of people so if they've tried to like respond to any of my tweets or my posts then i usually you know most likely don't see them and these are people that really don't these are people that really don't matter to me so it doesn't you know so it's you know it it doesn't it doesn't really matter you know but it's like i i just i don't know i i want to i want to feel optimistic about you know people being willing to you know to learn and to also like you know put that put that shit out there people that are willing to kind of like fight back and be like you know hold people accountable because they're they're i feel like they're there's a lot there's feel like there's boundaries with this stuff right like there are people that that want to have an intellectual conversation so they'll ask a question right but then there are people that post stupid shit like oh um what would you do if your child came home and said that they was the gender that they was born as Right. Are we still it's, asking that in 2020? <laughs> You're still asking that question in the year of our Lord right. 2020. Or get a job. The other, right. Or more recently, what I've been seeing is that America, America has a problem with black boys with dreads, but they have no problem with a black boy in a dress. A that, fucking lie. Uh, that is a huge lie. And again. Where is your evidence? Where is the research? What are you using to, to, to come to these conclusions? What is this based off of? Because from what I know and see, it's a completely different story. You can say, oh, yeah, they got a gay nigga on Empire. Surrounded by a whole cast of other heterosexual characters. You got that one gay man and his occasional partner in the midst of all these other heterosexual men. I don't understand. Like, it's not the norm. It's not like you, you're not getting network sitcoms with gay leads. Like, I don't Will and Grace and Ellen, but those are white people. Right. Where is the, the NBC, Fox, ABC sitcom drama, whatever, whose lead character or characters are queer and of color? Once we start getting them, then you can talk about boys and dresses. And even then, I still got shit for you at that point. Don't fuck with me. I mean, it's it's one of those things I I had to tell. Well, I I, I saw a post from from somebody that uh, one a good friend of mine posted on Facebook, and I tweeted. I mean, I didn't tweet. I I responded to it. And I was like, it doesn't really make sense to compare the two of these situations. I said, what we're not going to do is pretend like there aren't young black children being killed or abused by their family members because they you know they like things or you know they lean towards things that are quote-unquote feminine or girly you know so i don't know what yeah so i don't know what america we're talking about when we say america likes boys and dresses because that that same america will kill and y'all same niggas are talking about america's okay with boy and dresses probably was fucking with shanae miss doubtfire all the fucking clumps uh uh, I, I I would say Tyler Perry, but I just can't. Um, but you get the point, <laughs> y'all, right, y'all, right. y'all. Like, just shut the fuck up. 
please. Or y'all laugh at these niggas on social media who every time they post a video of, of you know, like a skit, they're playing a female character. Like, and that shit's hilarious. Joanne the scammer is fucking hilarious. As far as, as well as, uh, what's his name? Jay, what's his name? Jay, it's like From... Jay and then Jaden backwards. And he, he's fucking hilarious. It's like Jay, I guess you would pronounce it Jay Nadash, Nadash, something like that. Uh, I thought Jay, Jay Nadash or Nadash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking hilarious. Like some people just do it and it's like, okay, it's very well done. And then some people it's like, okay, you're trying to use this whole kind of cross-dressing thing to your advantage and it's not working and you look like a fool. That's something that has to be done. You have to do that with like, you have to be delicate with that and you have to actually be funny and talented. <laughs> it's, I, think, I feel like people use that as a quick way to, to get views and stuff, but it's like, if you're not funny, you look stupid. Well, I mean, I feel like that's, that's another conversation about people who, uh, you know, do things that they probably aren't great at or, you know, but then again, who are we? Right. I feel like at least ever since I, ever since, uh, the Super Bowl with Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, I, I noticed that there like are a lot of people who do, and obviously this is a little bit of a side note to our conversation, but, um, I feel like there are a lot of people who do like reaction videos. Right. And Mm -hmm. so. You know, and I and I enjoy a good reaction video, but, you know, because I enjoyed um, the Super Bowl performance uh, so much, I was like, oh, let me see, you know, what other people are reacting to. Let me see, because a lot of people, you know, said that they didn't know Shakira songs or, you know, they were just stuff like that. So I wanted to see. After we had our conversation, I did realize I know more Shakira songs than what I mentioned. And I just want to say shout outs to Objection. That was my shit. And Underneath Your Clothes. There's an endless story. Yep, that, no, that one. <laughs> it used to play all the time oh, at one of my jobs. An endless um, story. How many inches is that? You know what, friend? <laughs> <laughs> what What was my fucking point? Is I don't even know what I was saying. Or just something to look at, because... Oh, man. Can't fit here. here. I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm done. How did we get here? No Paramore. <laughs> What, what was my fucking point? <laughs> uh, reaction videos, Shakira, Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. And, you know, so I'm watching these reaction videos and these people are getting like views on views and stuff. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, I guess that's just part of like the YouTube culture now is a lot of people are really into, you know, reaction videos, whether it be songs or videos, performances, whatever. Um you know, there's a few that I go to uh, for when certain things come out. But I realized I was like, a lot of these people are really terrible at reaction videos. But I'm like, I guess, you know, it's just it's one of those things. I mean, I'm not going to throw any names out there, but I've listened to podcasts and I'm like, mm, these people, this like this probably isn't your thing. But, you know, like Should I, said, I listen to I? myself and gonna... be like, oh, nigga, you sound dumb. Listen, I do. I'm the same way. Like. <laughs> when i be trying yeah when i was doing what about your friends i would listen to like the whole episode and be like oh i fucked up here i fucked up there um mm-hmm. now now i i listen for different reasons i mean obviously i'm, I'm still critique, critiquing myself and making sure i try not to say um and like too much or you know i feel like that's one of my my bigger um you know things as i say you know a lot but yeah. um 
I'm learning how to turn my ums into dramatic pauses. <laughs> That's not great for editing, friend. Well, um, you better turn on the thing and truncate silence and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, you know, I think it's it's one of those things where you, you kind of realize that there's so many people like the as far as like creating like the like that's the doors are are really open i don't know how else to word it but like there's like a lot of people that are podcasting a lot of people that are doing youtube videos that you know they may not be great at it now but you know maybe in the future they get better maybe they get better equipment or they you know start uh, discussing different things or changing up the style or or whatever it is but at first time when i when i was watching these these reaction videos for the super bowl i was like Ooh, a lot of these people do not belong on youtube um because at least for me personally i feel like when it comes to youtube like you kind of have to give the viewers something you know like you kind of have to give them like a visual treat as as you know as opposed to just you um kind of like moving your eyes around but you know that's let me let me not go into that because i'm not trying to shade nobody um but yeah how did we get here <laughs> um we were talking about doing things uh being good people doing things that aren't uh niggas cross-dressing and in, in they comic skits and not being funny um, we got to there because uh America is more accepting of boys in dresses than they are with well black boys in dresses than they are with black boys in dreads or with dreads. Yeah, so we segued a lot. So what we I'm did. gonna do is just we're what I'm gonna kinda do is kinda try to wrap this up because we were gonna go into some other tweets, but we are already fifty minutes in and yeah. I feel like this, you know, this is just an extended uh you right. know, <laughs> episode episode from from last week's, which I enjoyed. It's it's yeah. no issue at all. But, but um, but I'll so, end it. Wait, wait, I'll, I'll end it on um, quick thing, quick thing. I got a I got a quick thing. I got a quick thing. Uh, okay, okay. Because we mentioned Dawn earlier, so Dawn did an interview back in December that I just found out about over the weekend, and I watched it, and it was hilarious. And she was talking about um, like she talked about everything pretty much. But she was talking about Danity Kane and she was talking about how Aubrey would mouth off, you know, to to Puff, as they call him. Um, it is, Dawn was like, you know, as a white woman, she could do that. Me and D Woods, we couldn't do that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And it, it just made me sit back and think like, damn, like, I, I feel like she's right. If Aubrey was a black woman, I don't feel like Diddy would have tolerated her the way he did. Um, but it was just, it was funny, like the way she, she explained it and brought it up. But I, I, I'm pretty sure there's some fact to that. Um, yeah, check that out. And also, uh, this new making the band, I'm going to watch it, but I do feel like it was shady that in that video, when he was listing all different bands, he included day 26, which he broke up. 112 which he gave away to another label and then tried and then had them buy their name back from him but you don't mention Danity Kane you mentioned Fifth Harmony but you ain't mentioned Danity Kane and then here come Aubrey with all her work done um and she was like Fifth Fifth Harmony is funny and it it was funny but I do feel like it was kind of fucked up for him to not give a nod to Danity Kane because bullshit aside they was the shit you know, I'll say this. Um, regarding that whole Danity Kane situation, I remember when they aired an episode like 
of him kicking Aubrey out the group. Um, well, he kicked Aubrey and Dee Woods out the group. And mm-hmm. I remember there was there was a point where I think Shannon and Andrea had asked Dawn to go talk to him. And they she did. was like, why she was me? Like, why me? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, she was like, why me? And they said, they said he respects you. So I feel like that kind of contributes to what you were saying, you know, a little bit um, about Don and D Woods having like a different kind of relationship versus Aubrey because we've seen you know there there are multiple clips of Aubrey you know confronting uh, Diddy on on you know on different different issues or whatever. And sometimes we've never she seen... was right, 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 and but we've never seen you know interactions between Don and and Diddy. So not to say that they that they don't exist. I'm sure that they do, especially yeah. when, during the the Diddy Dirty Money days. Um, but and I even think... with that, like that was an accident. She was just like, so she was saying after all of that, she hit up Diddy and was like, yo, you know, can I use one of the studios and do work? Um, And she would go in there. She would, you know, write and record and just send him stuff. And then he ended up linking her with uh, Kalina and they were working on like demos and stuff. Because I think at first it was supposed to be Diddy, Brandy and somebody else in Dirty Money. And then after Don and Kalina had did, you know, what they did and sent it to him and he liked it, he made it, you know, with them. But Don's had to hustle and grind and I respect her wholeheartedly and she'll always be one of my faves. Yes. And I was actually listening to Danny Kane uh, a couple of days ago. I was listening to Lights Out. It's one of my favorite Danny Kane yes. songs. Yes. You um, because I have taste. Strip tease was my shit. My feel is so sweet and it's good enough to eat. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so like I said, there was oh, an ecstasy. We, we had, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a jam. So we had other things we were going to talk about, but because we are fifty minutes into this episode, I Sorry. think it's uh oh no, it's fine. Um <laughs> We are going to wrap it up. So I'm going to wrap it up by saying, um, I hope, I hope, uh, I hope Boozy Badass, uh, learns how to, how to work out properly at home because he won't be going to Planet Fitness. Um, apparently they, they, they denied him, they denied him entry, you know, after his rants about, uh, Zia Wade. Well, he uh, he can his little stupid ass song. Yep. So that's that. Um, get jojo's new album that's coming in the spring it's called good to know do that and if you can get them tour tickets yes i bought a ticket for the connecticut show i may buy a ticket for the maryland shows because they're like two days i think they're like right after each other or they're close to each other so i I just got my janet jackson ticket i'm I'm baby steps i'm probably gonna have to miss tanache but i do want to make jojo i want to see tanache i do too (laughs) <laughs> all right so let's wrap this shit up um thank you guys so much for listening uh you guys can find me on twitter at frankie l rivera instagram frankie dot rivera my photography instagram underscore box guy huey where can they find you uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at baby huey that's b-a-e-b-y-h-u-e-y uh, the third season of Chapter Two has started. You can subscribe on the Airy Cam Productions website, um, and watch that. And Caesar Feld is coming along. The seventh episode we filmed yesterday. I think we might have a little bit more to do. 
but uh check out seeds fl on youtube uh and yeah i'm here i'm around trying All to be right. make sure you guys uh send us questions emails at house of at gmail.com or you can dm either me or huey and we will most likely respond to your questions on the show. Um, and you can send Frankie nudes at frankie.l.rivera on Instagram. I mean, you can send Huey nudes too. He'll probably send them to me. I got him, man. So I said, I don't I said, have to go and... home. I don't have to go home because I got him, man. I got him, man. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we love so... Classic yes. episode. Uh yeah, so I think that's about it. Um, I don't have any announcements. Uh, at least not that I can think of. I um, do not either. So uh, rest that, in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Janae Dubois. I could not get that out, Janae Dubois. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe and Shiani. That that service was today. I could not watch it. Uh, rest in peace. Curtis, rest in peace, Jonas, rest in like a lot of people, B Smith, uh the the lady that hit the uh, from Hidden Figures, uh cannot remember her name. Uh somebody else passed away too, somebody else in cinema. But it's it's weird. And at first I was like, Oh, it's just a lot of famous people going but my grandmother was saying like a lot like she's been to a lot of funerals as of late, so now it's like it's kinda eerie that so many people are dying and then all this environmental shit and then coronavirus and uh, I'm stressed. On top of being black and gay, goddamn, that's enough. Yes, everyone wash your fucking hands multiple times a day. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that on Grow Bro too. Check out the Grub Bro <laughs> podcast where I talked about washing hands. Shout out to Jay. Um, yeah. So, all right. Um, that being said, we'll see you guys next week. Huey, close us out. Category closed. We out of here.